You are listening to the sermons of Concordia Lutheran Church, located at 3144 South Holm Avenue in Berwyn, Illinois. We invite you to join us for worship on Sundays at 9 o'clock a.m. Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Today we're celebrating Reformation Day, and as you heard in the children's message, Reformation Day marks the day that Martin Luther nailed the 95 Theses to the door of the church in Wittenberg. Now, if you've read the 95 Theses, they don't actually sound a lot like what we expect Luther to sound like. In fact, they sound like he's a a very good Catholic. It took a long time after this nailing of the 95 Theses for Luther to come around to what the main message of the, the Reformation was, that we are saved by grace through faith on account of Christ. This message focused in on God's amazing, overwhelming grace that it is beyond our ability to understand and beyond our ability to earn. St. Paul is talking about something like that in in Romans chapter 3, and I'd like to focus in on one sentence. It, It says, It was to show his righteousness at the present time so that he might be just and the justifier of the one who has faith in Jesus. Romans says that God wants to be both just and the justifier of the one who believes in Jesus. What does that mean? Well, to be just, well, we know what that's like. Just is the punishment fits the crime. If you look in the Old Testament, the the ultimate expression of that was eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth. The punishment was supposed to fit the crime. Now, you've probably heard the statement, an eye for an eye leaves the whole world blind, right? You've heard that? That's actually the opposite of what eye for an eye and tooth for a tooth was intended to be. If you go back to the days of tribal affiliation, um, when someone would commit a crime or hurt someone else, it was the, their job to go after an exact punishment. And you know, human beings are always about limiting our anger, Right? And so what would happen is somebody would go and they would steal a cow. And then the other people would come back and they'd steal three cows because they were angry. And then they'd go and they'd kill someone. And then they'd come back and they'd kill four people. And it would go on and on and on and on until everybody, well, basically they had to uh, deal with it somehow. And you've seen in history there have been feuds like this between families that end in disaster. Eye for an eye, tooth for a tooth was supposed to limit retaliation. So that if instead of going and stealing three cows, the guy would actually give you his cow instead. It limits it so that the punishment fits the crime. And we talk about justice in our criminal justice system the same way, don't we? We don't talk about rehabilitation very much. We don't talk about helping people very much. We talk about the debt to society don't we? We talk about punishment being equal to the damage done. That's justice, isn't it? Justification, on the other hand, is the opposite. It's 
taking away guilt without worrying about it. So if someone commits a sin, does a crime, does something terrible, we say, don't worry about it, it's gone. I saw an example of that not too long ago. There was a police officer who was coming home late at night and went into their apartment building, and I guess all of the apartments look exactly the same. And she went in what she thought was her apartment, saw someone else there, and shot the guy. Terrible thing, right? Horrible. Um, after the trial was over and she had been convicted of murder, the victim's brother was called up to do a, an impact statement. And he spent the time saying, I forgive you, I don't think you should go to jail. Isn't that nuts? And then he asked the judge if he could go down and hug her. Justification, right? No guilt for sin. Sometimes we do that for ourselves. We look at our own sin as we explain it away, right? We, we say to ourselves, let's take home a pen from work. Nobody's going to miss it. We don't need to stop at that stop sign. Nobody's around. Everybody does it. We explain it away by whatever reason we want. That's justification. Now, God wants both of these, right? He wants to be just. Punishment fits the crime. And he also wants to take away the guilt of sin. Aren't these opposites? They are. How can God be both things? Well, you know the answer. Both of them come together in Jesus Christ. Because we know that all of us are sinners and we deserve punishment. We all sin and fall short of the glory of God. And that punishment needs to happen. Because the punishment has to fit the crime. And that happened to Jesus. Jesus came and he put himself underneath the punishment of our sin. When he took on a human body. It was a human body that lived with all the problems and pains that is a result of our own sinful and broken world. And then, if that weren't enough, the perfect God become flesh, went to the cross, was, was crucified there to live out the crime and receive the punishment that we deserve. That's what our Savior did for us. And so God's cosmic need for justice, the need to punish sin, was satisfied because he did it to his son, Jesus Christ. But that same Jesus, being perfect, being eternal son of God, can bring his righteousness to all of us by that death and resurrection. And so what he does is because Jesus died on the cross, God can also take away your sin by grace, by faith. This is a gift. Nothing that we can do can possibly get it because all that we can do is sin. But God gets to be the one who justifies us by faith in Jesus Christ through the forgiveness of sins because of Jesus. And we have to remember both of these things. We have to remember that God's justice is absolute. There is no sin that we can wish away or justify to ourselves. Everything deserves punishment. But God's forgiveness is also absolute. 
There is no sin that he cannot forgive. There is no problem that he cannot get rid of. There is only forgiveness in Jesus. But they're hard to hold on to, aren't they? The problem uh, in the Reformation era was that people thought that God worked the way the rest of the world worked. They thought that if you did enough holy things that you could earn God's favor, you could get enough merit, or even if you just bought some sort of indulgence, then you would get into heaven because you had done what you could. That doesn't sound like for all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God, does it? That doesn't sound like a perfectly just God. Because a perfectly just God sees every sin. What they forgot was that God's grace is absolute. That while there is nothing they could do, the forgiveness that was won in Jesus Christ gives eternal life. And none of those holy things bought it for them. It was just a joyful response to God's grace. They forgot that God's wonderful grace is absolute and his law is also. We forget about that too. We like to, uh, we like to think that God's grace goes out in other ways, that maybe God's law isn't as severe as he says it is, When we look at nice and good people out in the world, we say, how is it possible that God could could condemn a person who's really good? Like, there are very nice people that we run into. I run into them. You run into them. There are nice people all over the world. But does nice get us eternal life? Does nice avoid the punishment due to sin that we all commit? God's justice demands perfection. Which means we need to recognize that nice doesn't do it. Not for us, not for the world. The only thing that brings life is the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ by faith. The only thing that promises resurrection is the grace that we have in Jesus and the forgiveness of sins. God is both just and the one who justifies. He does that because he demands perfect justice, punishment for all sins, and he delivers that through Jesus Christ to give us eternal life. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to the sermons of Concordia Lutheran Church. For more information about getting involved, please visit concordiaberwin.org. Like us on Facebook at Concordia Lutheran Church and Little Lambs.